Welcome to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Now put aside everything you think you know about business practices today and stay right here for the next hour as you're sure to find some surprises and wisdom to help you play the business game right. Now, here is your host, Peter Feinstein. Welcome to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Another show in, uh, in the can. Well, getting in the can. Not yet. We're not done because we're just getting started. Peter Feinstein here with my, my guest today, Dave Katz. Dave has been a guest before, and uh, we'll get into the whys and wherefores, but a little bit of an introduction on, uh, on business rules with Peter Feinstein. Every week, I have guests who do more than walk the walk. Um, well, actually, talk the talk. They actually do walk the walk. And uh, <laughs> go ahead, laugh. I mean, come on, don't be silent. <laughs> well, and I have, uh, and I actually have uh, a special guest in the studio. Although she's chosen not to be mic'd up, she will remain anonymous at this point. And just yes, a wave of the a wave of the hand. Maybe we'll re- we will reveal her presence later, but maybe not. Um, this week, uh, the uh, the show is titled. Um, the new rules for getting only joy from social media. And, um, you know, it seems actually really topical um, because something that uh, it would be hard for anybody to do um, would, to, uh, would be to, to not see social media in the news for all of the things that have happened to people's personal data and privacy and all of that um, uh, as reported um, regarding with Facebook. And, you know, it's, it's hard to know what goes on with other social media platforms. Um, so, you know, in, in the big picture, it's topical. Um, but on a, uh, on a, you know, on a narrow show basis, um, we're not going to get into, uh, you know, the whole Facebook thing necessarily. Um, there'll be aspects of it that we'll touch on. But the real core of it here is taking a look at um, some of the dynamics uh, that take place within social media that we've seen develop over the last decade and the use of social media. Um, you know, I think uh, we live in a time where, uh, where uncertainty and anxiety uh, seem to be uh, kind of the rule of thumb for people, for a lot of people. Um, more than ever, people struggle to stay in a positive frame of mind, um, a good mental space, if you will. Many turn to social media every single day as an escape from their anxieties or, you know, in some instances, as a form of a distraction from the stuff in life they'd prefer not to look at at all. Um, In many cases, this has a powerfully negative effect on their lives. But that path can be changed so that uh, your time in social media can actually feel good and positive and affirming for you and I think, you know, from a social aspect, um, everyone that you interact with within social media. The question becomes then, um, how can we use social media for good and to help others in today's challenging world? And that's pretty much the topic for today's show. It's, you know, it's, it's a big picture question. Um, and my guest, as I had mentioned, is Dave Katz. And Dave has had a... Uh, not only a significant presence um, in social media for quite some time, um, but it's something that, um, you know, and he'll explain a little bit more about how it's, uh, how it's changed over time. And that's, you know, that's one of our, uh, one of our key points um, that we'll, we'll use as a jumping off point, but not quite yet. Um, 
just so if you aren't aware, because Dave's been on the show uh, before, um, just a, a real brief bio. Um, Dave is a, a photographer, a video producer, um, a self-proclaimed video uh, tech geek um, and animal lover. You know, I know about the tech geek, and I'm certain of him being an animal lover. Um, you know, Dave often refers to himself, and I think accurately so, as a spiritual being, being having a human experience. Um, he is the owner of Bullseye Video and Photo since 2001, um, which is a company specializing in video production and photography. He is also the owner of Potastic Pictures since 2016, a company specializing in pet photography. And I can tell you from work that he's done for me personally, um, he's talented and gifted and um, and works at refining those talents and gifts and produces uh, really some some beautiful artistic work in uh, in just photography and video. Uh, welcome to the show again. Why thank you. Thank you for the great introduction. It's, it's great to be back. Absolutely. It's 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 a pleasure to have you. So as um, as I like to do in starting most shows um, Rather than just kind of like diving in and not giving people who are listening an opportunity to get a sense of, of who you are, um, I like to do uh, just a couple of different icebreaker type of, uh, type of questions. So the first one that comes to my mind is, so let's say um, we've wrapped up our interview, and I think that's where I got the idea of being in the can because I was thinking to myself, okay, I know what question I want to start with. And I'm thinking, it's like, uh-oh, you know, it's like, I'm in the can. Well, okay. So... We finish up our interview, and we go outside the Voice America offices here, and you find a lottery ticket that ends up winning you $10 million. What do you do? I run right down to the lottery place, which is right down the street. <laughs> <laughs> no, what do you mean? Uh, could you, what do I do with the... the... With the, maybe the $10 million. Ah. You know, that, that's a good question. Um, a couple things. Uh, one would be, uh, of course, paying off my debts, uh, would put money away, but also trying to do some good with it. Um, I've, I've actually thought about that before. And one of the things, talking about animals, uh, uh, if I had the, the financial means, would love to start uh, an animal rescue or an animal sanctuary yeah. and help more with animal rights. Anything else come to mind? Uh, travel. I have not. I, I'm in, in dire need of a vacation and catch up <laughs> with some travel. So you know, going around to certain parts of the world that I'd like to see. Um, yeah, that would be a big thing. Where are the first two places you'd go? Hmm. Actually, I was thinking about this other. I'd love to go to Greece. Ah, yeah. And then uh, I think maybe Costa Rica is another one that comes to mind. Wow, those are. Um if yeah. you could see my fingers, you'd see opposite ends of the earth or something like that. But they're certainly really different from each other. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, they're both places, I guess, on my bucket list for a while. So I love tropical kind of destinations. Greece, uh, you know, being a photographer, too, I was just looking. There's someone, one of my followers or people I'm connected with on Instagram lives over there, I think. And um, so mm -hmm. I've seen, seen a lot of pictures over there and just the beautiful water and the beautiful architecture and the scenery. So it would be a great place to go and get some uh, pretty cool pictures as well. So. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. Greece and Costa Rica. Nice. Yeah. So let's switch gears a little bit um, and begin looking at social media. Um, when did you start on social media? You know, that's a good question. I was thinking about that as you were talking about the intro. And um, I started with Twitter, I want to say, at least maybe nine or 
10 years ago. So around 2007, 2008. Mm -hmm. That Uh, sounds about right. Yeah. And then um, probably a year or so after that, got into Facebook. Uh, Those are the main ones for a long time. Instagram, I'm a little more of a newer arrival. So I'd say Instagram's probably been about two and a half years. Okay. And those are the the main platforms that that I've uh, experimented with and, and worked on. Paint a picture for us. Um, about how your activity and presence on social media has changed over the years. Give us a sense of, you know, literally where you started and what that looked like and and a sense of that activity. Sure. When I first started, um, God, you know, it's a... uh, I, it was for business, and I would do it for other businesses. Uh-huh. As you know, I actually did some work for uh, yeah. Peter's company years ago. Um, so, yeah, I'd say it was more uh, – Twitter was more of a business. No, I take that back. I, I, I was doing uh, – my ADD always kicks in, so I do multiples. So multiple <laughs> different things. So I had the uh, my business account, but also started a couple pet-related ones. I, I learned an early an – early, uh, after an early entry to Twitter that there's a lot of animal lovers on there. So – I remember I was actually blown away. Like I started a, a profile by Golden Retriever at the time was the face of, and he had like fifteen to twenty thousand followers, and they were more engaged than my business page and the followers on there, where I had like four times as many. <laughs> and that always was something interesting that I knew, and I still see that. I mean, people love animals and and really love to acknowledge them on, on social media. Yeah. So there was always a, a couple different sides. You know, like I said, the business and then um, I guess passion would be the animals. Um, and then a short time after that, too, it switched to sharing, uh, or in addition, was adding uh, positive messages and just sharing different things that I came across that resonated with me. And I was thinking about that the other day, and that actually goes back, my habit of doing that goes back to email days, um, back to like 1999 or so, around the time you and I first crossed paths. Uh-huh. Um, I used to get different things that were sent as email threads back then, Yep. because the internet wasn't it was barely existing that back then. And I would share those with people, but it would be a shorter email list, you know, maybe 5, 10, 15 people. Um, and then it's just, it's been pretty cool to see how that's grown now and now how, you know, coming back full circle, one of my big passions with social media is sharing positive messages and, and sharing thoughts for people to think about. Um, and that's probably the, the main focus. And now I have, you know, there's a, many thousands of people all over the world that I share that with. And that's one of the cool things, too, is, you know, just seeing, we've talked about this offline, uh, seeing how the Internet and especially social media have made the world a very small place in a way and that we're all connected now. Um, and I see that every day, too. It's, it's very interesting to see into the lives of people in other countries and how they live in other countries. Yeah. And you can see that as it's happening. And so there's a little bit more of a, in some ways, a tight-knit community or a smaller kind of community in that respect. I think in some ways, yeah. Um, I can remember um, your uh, your your early excitement um, with Twitter and uh, and the growth potential um, for adding followers and um, and engagement and uh, and then I remember you uh, you telling me about Facebook and you know saying and it's like yeah this is, this is is going to be you know if not the next big thing it's going to be a big thing and, and it is a pretty and, big thing and it's a <laughs> it's a pretty big thing it's I mean it's you know it's it's a really big thing you know I think that Mark Zuckerberg would probably 
you know, look at it and go, yeah, it's a really big thing. How did I get myself into this mess? <laughs> More ways than one. Well, yeah. yeah. And you know what? I think some of that just comes from uh, from a perspective of um, the the potential for dollar signs and uh, and letting that be uh, letting that be the thing that uh, that drives a, a mentality and approach. Um, but something that uh, that I want to that I want to touch on is when you started, um, especially on Twitter, because I remember the help that you that you offered me, um, and it was I think fairly instrumental in uh, in my company's presence and growth in social media. Um, and we didn't do much with Facebook, and I and I haven't done much with Facebook. I you know I. You know, I might have, you know, 250 or 300 friends and my company page might have 250, 260 followers or whatever it is that, uh, that, uh, that the business part of it has. Um, but Twitter, you know, we're into the, you know, the 30 plus thousand um, and, you know, share, share with the people listening the excitement and the passion that you had going into that and, um, you know, what that looked like for you as far as, you know, the things that generated a win and excitement for you in that path? Well, I think one of the the biggest excitements initially was just that regular individuals who weren't celebrities or weren't famous could have a voice that could be heard um, throughout the world. And and that's, you know, to go back uh, to my past, I mean, I worked in, in television, broadcast television back in the uh, 90s and early 2000s. Um, and so just seeing there, you know, being exposed to people that had a presence back then, it's like it was very limited. There were certain media organizations that had that kind of reach. Sure. And that was one of the things I used to, you know, analogies I used when you started a profile on there, it was like your own channel. And you, you know, yeah. like here we're sitting on radio today and it's yep. like having your own radio station. And and even that too. And you see how things have changed with podcasts and, and all that now. And, and again, it's, yeah, it's made it more of a, a connected world, for better or worse, um, and I mean, because everyone has a voice. So there's, <laughs> you know, then there's the birth of internet trolls, and uh, <laughs> we won't talk about them right now. But uh, but and then taken even further now, it just you know it blows my mind. Like I was sharing this with someone the other day, and with technological advancements, you know, back in the early days when it was Twitter, it was just 180 characters. And so it was all about words and thoughts, and then they added pictures, and then they added videos, and then you, you know, and then so people are sharing visuals, um, and we're, you know, a lot of us are very visually engaged. And looking, you know, coming up to the last couple of years, a couple of years back with Facebook, having Facebook Live video. Mm-hmm. So anyone with a cell phone, well, actually, or a computer, uh, you know, can, yeah. can broadcast live. Yep. And for someone that used to work in the news and seeing what was involved in, in putting that on, there was so much uh, cost, technology, you know, uh, preparation, resources, preparation, resources. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see it right now. Okay, let's go live. Boom, we're yep, live. And, exactly. And um, so, yeah, that was that's there's just been a lot of change in that respect and just seeing, you know, but still it still comes that point is that, you know, we all have voices now that can be heard. And that's, that's one of the things that excited me the most at the beginning and still excites me. And that, you know, we have the ability to make, to, uh, to create change in the world, you know, and, and to sometimes right wrongs. Um, you know, I've, I remember, too, over the years, you know, there was something going on in one of the countries in the Middle East where they had, uh, they were given reports from local people on Twitter because everything else was blocked over there. Right. You know, and, and, and having real-time updates now, too, and being, you know, just 
it's, you know, I was talking to someone about that the other day, too. It's just back in the old, old days, you know, the 70s or 80s when something <laughs> happened, you know, in, in the world and how it took time to get it out to everyone. And right now everything happens in the snap of a finger. Yeah, in the snap of a finger like <laughs> that. And that actually brings us to our first break or coming up on our first break. I know time flies. It is. Yeah, it's 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 tough to keep track of. Um, so first break, um, maybe get some coffee or have a drink of water, get up, stand around, walk around, do something to, uh, to kind of get the blood pumping again. When we come back on the other side, we're going to talk to Dave more about uh, social media and his observations on um, how people use social media to establish value and validation. Um, and we'll, we'll give you more of an insight into that when we come back. Hang tight. We'll be back in two minutes. what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to HPowerMarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money, too. Go to HPowerMarketing.com. That's HPowerMarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's HPowerMarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. 
That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. My guest this week, Dave Katz. Dave is a, a videographer, a photographer, a tech geek. Um, but today, he's the social media guru. And, uh, and you know, well, more than, more than just a guru, but um, specifically and topically about um, creating joy uh, using social media. And I think some of that has to come from looking at how people use social media in, in ways other than establishing joy or maybe using social media, pursuing what they think is going to be a happy, positive outcome but for whatever reason, the experiences go horribly wrong. Um, and, you know, and I think that we touched on that just before, uh, just before the break where I had mentioned that when we come back, uh, we were going to talk a little bit about how people use social media to um, establish um, their presence, value, and even seek validation um, in social media. Um, tell us a little bit about... Um, about your point of view on that. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll let you freewheel for a couple minutes on that. And then I'll probably, yeah, I'll probably bring you back in because there are some things that we talked about beforehand that I think make sense and that we'll want to touch on if you don't actually hit on them, uh, you know, in your, in your just quick uh, conversation about that here. Sure. Well, I've noticed a, a lot that's changed over the last couple of years as we we're talking about with the technological advances, being able to add pictures, video, uh, you know, people are able to share in a lot more of a personal way now. Um, but one of the things I see, and this is just from my own observations because of how it's impacted me, is just uh, people put on a certain persona, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's what I, what I perceive from my own experience as being ego-driven, you know, and, and trying to put on uh, – and I guess I, I guess I relate to that because for a long time I was someone that was very concerned about outward appearances and how everyone looked at me. And yeah. so I – it's that saying you spot it, you got it. So I <laughs> uh, know it well from the past. And just um, – but also one of the things I came to realize for myself, it's like I became very wary of, let's say, Facebook, for example, for a while because I'd go on there and I would actually not feel good about myself because I see people posting things about their lives that look so great. I just went on this trip here or just did this, this, and only posting the highlights, as I call it. You know, like working in video, it's like it's an edited down version. They're only sure. showing the good stuff yep. and not showing what's going on in the, on the – on the negative side or what's really going on. And um, so that's one way I see it. Also, you know, I, I see a lot of people now that are, um, you know, I think that social media feeds into narcissism. Um, I've uh, I've known, actually dated a narcissist or two, didn't know it at the time. And okay, so let's stop for a moment because there are a lot of people who use the word um, or derivatives of it, define it as you understand it. Well, that could be a, a long discussion with itself, but as far as social media or <laughs> no, narcissism, just, just you know, well, just someone who who is basically very self centered, self focused. They are. I could use an example of a person, but I won't. <laughs> well, you can do it without names or or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> someone that's uh, leading our country right now is a perfect example, in, in my opinion, because it is someone that um, I don't, and I. 
you know, just from my observations, a lot of things is just focused on on getting attention for himself in certain ways. Um, and so that that's that's the aspect I'm talking about is where I see people seeking attention and validation and, and just, you know, hey, look at me. I'm over here. Don't I, you know, give me some attention. And they're looking for emotional hits. You know, it's it becomes like a drug. Right. And uh, and not really thinking, you know, outside. It's like thinking of others, you know, it's very self-centered, self-focused. Um, not realizing it's like, hey, you know what? People might not want to see 5,000 pictures of me today doing this, this, and this. There's other things no in the world. No way. I know. It's crazy, huh? <laughs> um, okay. So I'm going to interrupt for a moment only because um, my wife and I had watched this TV show. Was was that series Dark Mirror or Broken Mirror or something? It was on Netflix, and we began binge watching it. And one of the shows, you got to remember this, honey, was about someone who um, everything was contingent upon the number of followers that she had. And her, her life literally in the span of about eight hours um, was, uh, was just, it literally went to hell in a handbasket. And, um, and, you know, and thank goodness for the voice of God on my screen who shares with me the fact that it's Black Mirror. That was the name of the series. And we watched a few of the different episodes, but that one was so intense because it was exactly as you described, where it's like, yeah, I mean, every single thing you did was, you know, an opportunity, at least perceived as an opportunity to, um, you know, to garner uh, more followers, more likes, more um, affirmation, more validation, and heaven forbid, the other direction. And uh, so go ahead from there. Well, you know, one thing I just thought about, too, is one of the, the issues tying into that, too, is it's a big problem because people are not living their lives. They are more concerned with documenting it so they can share it and get those that affirmation. And so what I mean by that is you see all the time now, you know, when I'm out and about, like I was out for a friend's birthday on Saturday night and we went to uh, a karaoke bar. And you see all these people out there that are more focused. They're around human beings. But they're totally detached from these human beings because they're sitting there trying to take nice selfies that they're to show that they're out at the bar, you know, singing karaoke, or they're trying to make videos. And right. and you see people going to concerts, and I see this all the time now too. It's like here's my video footage from the concert last night, you know. And and actually, as someone who works in those businesses too, it's frustrating because you watch and it's just like you know <laughs> someone's drinking and they start bouncing their camera up and down, they're <laughs> swinging all over. Or reminds me of the movie The Blair Witch Project. You remember that where they're yes. running through the you know and you, yeah. you get you get like vertigo. Or it was awful. <laughs> yeah. Well, that goes on every day now I know, times one I know. million, you know, it's and so so that's the other thing, too, is, you know, and also being from someone, you know, from a standpoint, someone who is who does, you know, gets paid to capture these things in some instances. I just watch like people aren't living, you know, for the fact for the state or they're not experiencing they're They're missing out on experiences because they're more concerned about getting validation for the experiences they're having. How it's going to look to yeah. others. Yes. And how many likes can I get for this? Like, oh, this is a great thing here. Or even, you know, another example, um, the Super Bowl um, at the halftime show. You had um, Justin Timberlake Uh going through the audience and then he comes up to this young boy and the boy's more concerned about taking a selfie with him while he's live on television during the Super Bowl. Right. It's like, dude, do you not understand what's going on? Right. And then afterwards (laughs) he took the picture and he's there trying to post it while he's still live on television. So that's a perfect example. It's like we're we're becoming so detached as to we're we're not living in the or a lot of people aren't living in the present moment and enjoying life. It's just more like, oh, I got to get the right shot or I got the, the best shot for my Instagram account from this. No matter, you know, I had this amazing experience as long as I get the picture, the trophy, the the souvenir. Okay. So 
if you're not your likes or followers, then how can you make the most of what social media has to offer? Well, that's different for a lot of different people. I mean, you know, for me, uh, it, I'm very different in that I guess I'm a little anti-social in some ways. <laughs> I'll okay. say that. Um, anti-social or anti-social relative to how most people use social media. <laughs> correct. It would be that one. And so, you know, if you were to go look on uh, my personal Facebook or my Instagrams, you know, you, you don't see a, a lot of pictures of me. I mean, there's certain pictures from events where I'm working and people, you know, take pictures or whatever, but I don't share a lot of the day-to-day -day activities, what's going on. It's like, hey, guess what? I just did this. Day. Here's a cell you know, yeah. you just you don't I see that. Just did the dishes. Yeah. Or look at this great meal I just made. There's another one. You know, <laughs> look at this great dinner I'm having here. And that, that's the thing. Everyone thinks that they're now, you know, a, a, a photographer or video producer. And like, yeah. <laughs> I'm this great food photographer. I'm this great this and this. Um, and so... I'm sorry, I just totally squirreled myself here. I got myself off, off topic here. So you're talking about... Oh, my, my side of it. Um, what I'm more into now is just sharing thoughts and ideas and, and things that help, have helped me. And so that's one of the biggest things that for me has brought me happiness and joy and gratitude from social media. Um, and in particular, you know, I talk about my, I have a, a one Instagram account that started as a business one and it became personal. Because, um, again, as I shared for years, I've been sharing things, messages that would come to me that resonated with me. And I thought mm -hmm. this is great stuff to share. I, I like it, so I'm just going to share it. And... Um, and what I started to see happen, especially on Instagram, is, you know, I would have people reach out and just thank me. And at first, it was like there was a lot of people that were sort of in the, in the shadows. Um, there were a lot of people out there that, you know, I'd run into or say, oh, yeah, I've been, I've been seeing your stuff for, for months or years, and I love it every day, but I never have any idea. And they just happened to tell me in, in crossing and in person. Lurking. Lurking. <laughs> Uh, stalking in the shadows oh. on social media. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, one of the – but it's been a really a pretty amazing experience because I have people reach out, you know, and, and thank me. It's like, you know, that message you shared, whatever that post was today was exactly what I needed to hear. I was struggling with this. I was struggling with that. Or, you know, I've been through that, and that helped me to get some insight in what you – you know, what was posted here. And, and so that's been very rewarding for me. And also looking at it, it's, it's happening on a global scale. Um, as we shared offline, it's like on, on Instagram in particular, um, I've had people from as far away as India reach out to me, you know, Australia, England. Uh, I was having a conversation with a woman, this young woman reached out to me, um, it was about two weeks ago, and she was dealing with major depression. And, uh, and she just saw my post and thought, you know what, maybe this is someone that can share some experience that can help. And I'm not a psychiatrist or therapist. I joke around. I, I play with my friends. You know, I've been through enough uh, work to self-improvement. So all I did was, you know, I just shared my experience, strength, and hope and shared, you know, what things have worked with me because I've dealt with depression um, uh, off and on throughout a lot of my life and just tools that, um, that have worked for me. And she was extremely grateful. You know, just the fact that I reached back out, you know, it was just someone, you know, reaching out an electronic hand, so to speak, yep. asking me to take their hand and help them. And, um, and so I see that a lot. And also in the comments every day is just people, you know, just being impacted in a positive way as opposed to the negative or just, you know, here's another picture of my, my breakfast or here's me at the beach. Or. <laughs> you know, I think one of the, uh, one of the greatest um, posts of all time uh, that, uh, that I thought had some of the most uh, poignant artistic value was when my wife posted – a picture of a meal that she had 
already eaten. And so it was an empty plate, which I thought was absolutely <laughs> so perfect for, you know, for a statement on it's like, yeah, guess what? I enjoyed the meal and and it's gone and that's good enough. And and there were some people who replied back and they're like, well, so what did you have? I mean, did it look good? And it's like, <laughs> oh, dear. OK, so I see where we're going with this. Um but that shows the conditioning now too. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, it, it, it's <clears throat> no, it's it's true. It's it is. It, it's very true. It's very true. You know, it's funny. Um, I have uh, I have a very similar point of view um, about social media um, as you do, um, where you know, LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook. I see a lot of posing, and um, and it's something where um, you know for the longest time. I basically did nothing because I really didn't feel like I had anything to say. Um, but then I began thinking that, okay, I mean, you know, these are some of the things that, are, that occur to me, um, you know, on an on a, uh, inspirational, spiritual, whatever level and basis. Um, and so I got tied in with a couple of groups um, in Facebook, nothing in Twitter, um, and, uh, and some in LinkedIn, and it's something where, you know, all I do is pass along what occurs to me um, on that, uh, you know, on that level of sensibility, whatever reaches me in inspiration. Um, and sometimes it's, you know, it's words of others, and sometimes it's, uh, it's, it's words that, that are given to me either in prayer or meditation or something that I've read, um, and, you know, it, it becomes meaningful. And so it's, um, you know, it's become an extension of me, I guess would be the way that I would, that I would describe it. That's, that's I think, how I, see, uh, how I see myself using social media more and more rather than, um, you know, being a chronicle of, uh, you know, as you talk about, you know, it's like, yeah, this is, what, this is what I did 35 minutes ago, and this is what I'm doing in 15 minutes, and, you know, and, and here's my selfie with me and Bozo the Clown. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting how, how that's, uh, that's kind of shifted. Um, so we don't have a lot of time left in this segment, um, but I think we have enough time um, to, uh, to touch on um, if, um, if you would change how social media works, um, what would Facebook look like to you? <laughs> I don't know if you have enough time for yeah. that. No. Okay. So maybe it's no. not a two minute, maybe it's not a two uh, minute answer. <laughs> you know, that, that's a, a good question because the, the issues that we've, you know, been discussing, I mean, they're, they're inherent to human beings, so it's you know it's I don't know if changing the platform is gonna, changing the platform is not going to change human nature. I mean that's the thing you see it. Uh, the the issues that I've seen and and become aware of happen on all the platforms, and just because uh, I guess you know maybe I just addressing it all as a whole is being to to take a step back and to get more personal connection because um, that's one big thing too as I've seen over the years. Back to the inv invent uh, invention of email, it's like all these things that are designed to bring us closer together actually bring us further apart. Yeah. As far as authentic connection. Yeah. And so that would be something. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah. There's. I don't. I don't know if changing a platform could change that. It's. Uh, well, think on a bit, a little bit, and um, and we'll come back in a couple of minutes, 
And, um, you know, maybe we'll touch on that after we, uh, after we have our brief break. And, uh, and then we'll see where that takes us in, in the next segment. Hang on for two minutes. We'll be right back. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. My guest this week is and has been and shall be Dave Katz. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Past, present, and future. Of course, the future oh, really... <laughs> future doesn't really happen because it's still the present. <laughs> so just before the break... Um, I had uh, I had asked Dave to tell me about what Facebook would look like if it were Dave's book, or <laughs> <laughs> and you know and he made a good point. It's something where um, you know it's a reflection of human nature, um, and I think there's a great deal of vil- validity to that. But I also think that because um, and it occurred to me as you were saying that it's you know there's an essence of human nature to it, but there is at least you know and and I know I'm getting kind of esoteric about it, but there's an element to it. Uh, that goes beyond the human nature because it is not a free-flowing kind of news feed of, you know, what the people you're connected to are saying. It is, um, it is a managed and censored, um, and if you wanted to use a really, you know, really cool and cool, uh, cool and um, hip term, you know, you would say that it's curated especially for you. And, you know, and from my perspective, which may not be yours, is that um, 
you know, it creates in some respects some really powerful echo chambers where, you know, for by and large, you know, we only hear uh, the positions that uh, that we tend to agree with, or at least more and more. I mean, I know it's not that we I, tend to like. Yes. Click. <laughs> well, even more to the point. Um, and, you know, and then there's the unfollow feature, which we were joking about um, off mic, you know, before the show started. But that's very true. And, um, you know, and there, there are different purposes for establishing all kinds of different things. But um, go ahead. I, I, so I do have an answer for you now that just came to me what you were saying. And, and one of the things that I think would make it better, uh, and actually I just thought about this because after with everything that happened with Facebook the last couple of weeks with our, our data privacy <laughs> Um, today, when I logged in, there was this big banner up top saying you can choose, you know, who accesses all your data here and, and see everyone that's connected. What I think would be great is to have, you know, these are the people I want to see, you know, and this is the priority kind of thing mm-hmm. and, and be able to, you know, these are the pages I want to see. Because um, I know, too, you know, they, they like you said, they're, they're curating with these algorithms and they're constantly changing. And it's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's what they think is best. Um, for us, but it's also based on a model of what's going to, you know, keep them earning dollars, right? Um, and keep revenue generated. Yep. So eyes, eyes. Yeah, and it's not necessarily like you know they were uh, the, earlier this year they changed the, the algorithm so business pages have very little weight now right. in, in personal feeds, and they determined that you know that wasn't a generating as good of a personal experience. Well, if it's not creating a personal experience for me, I can unlike them. I can unfollow them. You know, that's one of the things I did. They added recently too is like I was a member of a lot of different groups. And I was always getting notifications, and I didn't want to hear about it. And they made a feature. It's like you can turn this off. No well, kidding. Guess what? They all went off because <laughs> I, I came up in my notifications. It used to be I was just notified about things that were relevant to me, not that my friend Susie posted in uh, in the swap, swap meet page over here that you know she's selling a, a dinette set. No yeah. kidding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it, it, but so so that would be one thing is just having more control over you know what I do see. Um, I, I have control over who I can friend. They they've given us as we talk about who we can unfollow. So I mean, so we can still be f- connected to them. So egos right. don't get hurt, and there's still that some resemblance of con- connection. But we don't have to hear what they're saying. We can mute them. But <laughs> but let's you know get a little more a little more uh, control over that. Gotcha. That's that's actually a really good follow up, and I'm glad that we carried that through. From, uh, from the end of the last segment. Um, tell us about bullying on social media. Examples? You know, bullying? Do, yeah, bullying. Uh, you know, I, I see a, a lot of that, uh, especially since the last election. I mean, when it comes to politics, that's a, a big hotbed. And, yeah. and I've unfriended or unfollowed, I should say, and unfriended people, too, over that. It's just, yeah, people going in and just attacking other people. Um, even something that, you know, I see it sometimes and I sit there and it's there's a curiosity, almost like they say, like when you pass by a, a car wreck, you're going to stop and look. And so I'll, I'll start looking at some of these threads and see <laughs> something that was started innocent enough. And then these people just come out of nowhere. As we we're talking about, as I said earlier, these trolls. And, you know, they yeah. – and that's one thing, unfortunately, that, you know, has been – has grown a lot is that people feel this power because of the anonymity. And they're sitting there behind their – their device, their computer, whatever it is, and, you know, it's stuff that they wouldn't say face-to-face, um, but they feel safe and they feel empowered. Um, again, that same thing I was talking about, how we're all empowered as individuals to have our voices. Well, it can be used for positive. It can be used for negative. And, uh, unfortunately, a lot choose for negative. And, and that's one thing I couldn't even imagine. You know, I, 
I, I can't completely relate to. I mean, but I hear it happening like a lot with kids, especially. You know, that's yeah. why there's been a lot of anti-bullying movements, and special, especially with cyberbullying. And I know, I mean, I was a kid that was teased and, and bullied, you know, growing up. And I could, I, God, I don't, even, I wouldn't want to think about if I was growing up today, you know, and having the ability to yeah. have thousands of people jump in on this as opposed oh, I know. to a few. Yeah. So, yep. so yeah, it's something that um, is again, it, it, it's not well. I guess social media has helped to enable it a little more, and it's you see that humans are are changing a little bit and developing a little differently as a result now because we have these abilities that we didn't have uh, even a couple of years ago. Yeah, on a on a really grand scale, and not necessarily in terms of positivity, grand, just large, uh, large, yeah, worldwide. So, shifting gears um, from bullying. Um, or maybe not, actually. Um, I see a lot of people using social media to vent their personal problems, asking uh, for feedback or advice. Um, you know, oftentimes, and I see less of it now than I had maybe in the past uh, the past few months, and I think it may be just from a function of not having some of those things in my feed any longer. Um, but I remember my first reaction was always like, Oh, man, you know, just just like kind of like I think I actually would read one of the one or two of them and I would like, Ugh. <laughs> what's your reaction to that stuff? Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan. I, I, I think it doesn't belong there. Um, there's a sort of a quote um, that I found recently, actually, I posted about, but it, it talked about social media and, and many people feeling the need to post their personal problems there and said that personal problems require personal solutions, not social attention. Mm-hmm. And and so if you were to look at it, if it was done in real life, it's like I wouldn't walk into a room of 500 people and say, hey, everybody, guess what? I'm having these problems today, da, 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 this, this, and this. And, you know, and, and sit there and dump and vent and where – but again – because of the dynamics of social media and probably part of it, the anonymity and the detachment, they feel it's appropriate there. And a lot of times I, I look at that as uh, someone that's in a, a victim state. And I know, I mean, I as a human being, I've been there too. Um, yeah, been there, do that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but not online though. And that, that's one thing. That's one one of my boundaries. I, I never cross is that you know there's a lot of things that go on in my life, and and none of it is on social media. You know, it, I, I save that for personal attention, as it says. If I have a problem, you know, I'm, right. and I need to talk to someone, I might give you a call. Yeah, as I have many times in the past, and yeah. you know, discuss discuss it one on one. And and that's the other thing too is. You know, when you start asking for these things, and it's funny, too, because it's not just, like, personal problems, but people ask for opinions, too, on stuff. Like, almost like, you know, I got to perform a medical procedure here. Who can give me some advice on how to <laughs> remove this appendix? And you see these people have no freaking clue jumping in, you know. And so it just becomes a, a sort of unhealthy free-for-all. Um, so, yeah, I, I, those are the people I, I've noticed that, and there's a pattern. And, and part of it, too, is because they're getting a hit off of it. They're getting an emotional hit. It's yeah. playing into that victim side. And they're like, oh, people care. Look, I, got, I, I, I posted that I lost my job today, and 1,000 people you know, clicked the sad face uh, on there. Or, and then I got 30 comments. Or, you know, but, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't personally subscribe to that. Um, and yeah, actually, I unf- unfollow that, <laughs> literally. Uh, and I just don't think, you know, that's one thing I think would make social media better is to not have that. And for people to, again, getting back into the personal connection model and not becoming disconnected. You know, you see all this stuff. It's like we didn't used to do this as human beings a few years ago. No. 
And and so you see how it's changing. And in that aspect, it's not changing people for the better. Yeah. We, you know, I think we did on some level, but it was done in phone calls and it was done one-on-one, right. which is where we've talked about it being uh, really, uh, really effectively handled and, and worked with as opposed to, um, you know, looking at a screen and, and having the screen feed us back images of what we're either expecting or not expecting. Well, it's more appropriate. I mean, yeah. that's the thing, too. You've seen stuff in the past, like uh, there was a little spoof video done on Facebook, like when Facebook was gone and you unplugged and they show people like walking down the hall in the office. Here, you want to see a picture of my cat? And they hold up this big picture or here, I'm going to eat this or this. And it, so just really poking fun, but making people aware. It's like in real life, you face to face, you wouldn't do the same things you do on social media. Exactly. And that's a big one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we look at social media and uh, and. We're social beings, which, you know, we've, we've spent a pretty fair amount of time talking about. Um, so let's talk about using social media to enjoy contentment and serenity. How do we go about uh, nourishing ourselves and our social connections in using social media? Actually, I have a post for that. Something. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, like, I there's was, an app for that. I have a post for that. I was hoping you would. Yeah, I just uh, came across this one the other day, and it, it basically says the internet is a pool of mixed vibrations. When you read or look at something online, it creates an energy exchange. So be conscious of what you're giving your attention to and what energetic cords you are creating. Follow like-minded individuals whose energy feels safe. And so that's a big thing too. Is you know you see a lot. We were talking about this before the show. Uh, Facebook gives you the, um, I forget what they call it, but the, 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 I'll say the hiatus option, you know, so people become either addicted or they found it, it's having too much of a negative impact on their life. Um, and they want to get away for a while, but they don't want to delete their account. And so more of my thing is, um, you know, why not just filter what comes in, you know, more so like we were talking about, we do have the ability to unfollow people. And so if you see there's someone, you know, I don't hesitate now. If I see there's someone that's coming in, that's bringing in a source of negativity and stuff that I don't want to, to be a part of, I'll just pull them out of the mix. Um, And so I think that's one of the best ways to do it is, you know, and knowing that there are a lot of people, it's like, you know, there are a lot of like many people out there that are using social media to promote good. And um, actually along those lines, too, I, I forget the name right now, but Facebook actually does their own show or they have shows that are produced for them. Yes. And there's the one with uh, Mike Rowe, who used to be on Dirty Jobs. Oh, yeah. I, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a really good show. And they, they have like a new show come out every week where they find do-gooders around oh. the country, people that just are putting others ahead of themselves. Uh-huh. And they co- go out to them and they make a whole like documentary about what they're doing. And then they surprise them and give them something usually – and these are people that aren't used to receiving. So things like that. It's like I actually started watching that now. I subscribe to it because I'm like this is a, a feel-good, do-good kind of message as opposed to seeing here or so-and-so. Oh, my God, do you believe what happened with this or this or this and all this shock value stuff? Right. And, and so, yeah, that, that's one way that, that I have, have changed it around um, and just you know becoming more and more guarded because I have seen how personally it's negatively affected me at times when I've you know been exposing myself as I think said to the wrong energy to the wrong things. Yeah, we uh, it, it, it's really interesting how how my news feed, if you will, if you want to call it that, whatever you want to call it, in Facebook has fluctuated over time, and uh, and. You know, maybe there's an element of attention that their algorithms have actually caught on to because I find that more and more 
the things that I that I get in there, um, and I'm sure it's a function of also you know what I put out um, are very positive in their orientation and uh, and very loving and and very nurturing. Um, and the messages are, um, you know, it's funny, the form of the messages um, are wide and varied. Everything from, uh, from you know, the funniest and, and most loving pictures of the most goofball dogs and cats doing the, just the, the most insanely loving and funny things to, you know, some, where someone asks a question about a passage in a book. Um, that's, uh, you know, like um, Seed of the Soul or Course in Miracles or, um, you know, or, or um, Conversations with God or anything like that. Um, and it becomes um, a much more, uh, much more affirming um, for where I, where I truly see myself going and, and evolving as opposed to, um, you know, making me, you know, making me use my ego um, to react to stuff. Um, before we finish up our show, because the show just moves at lightning speed, um, I want you to take I want you to take a minute or so to tell people listening where they can find you online. Um, especially, there's been a change in your in your Instagram uh, location. So, you know, lead with that, end with that, whatever you want to do. But but here's here's a couple moments to 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 feed the people with uh, with some online goodies from you. Sure. Well, um, you're talking about Instagram, and I actually just made that change earlier this week. With my my main profile was originally business, and I said switched over to more of what we've been talking about, just posting these messages. So um, that, as of this week, is now my soul fam, short for my soul family. So M Y S O U L F A M on Instagram, and uh, this just happened. Uh, <coughs> within the last 48 hours. So the Facebook page should be following here All right. uh, with the same address. And um, yeah, those, and if you want to come, you know, come join the family, um, you know, and, and I'll share, you know, the, the whole principle behind that actually uh, is just, you know, a, a group of like-minded people, so other people that are, are, are along, on the same page as what we've been talking about. Yeah. They're looking to enrich their lives and to find more meaning and positivity. And so that's the goal behind all of it. That's great. Um, when people find you on My Soul Fam on Instagram, hopefully they'll have an opportunity to get to see other places that you post online as well. It has been um, just a tremendous pleasure having you on the show. And now we do, in fact, have it in the can. And, uh, and a great show it has been. It's been my pleasure having you as my guest, Dave. And it's been my pleasure having you listening to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Have a great day, and we'll talk next week. Thank you for tuning in to Business Rules. Be sure to join Peter Feinstein for another enlightening program next Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a winning week.